Hey, Goal Achievers, welcome to the Elite Achievement Community. I'm Kristen Burke, your host and coach here to demystify the goal achievement process. If you are ambitious and visionary, then let's get to work so you can maximize your potential and achieve your definition of success. Hey, Goal Achievers, welcome back to Elite Achievement. Today's guest is someone that I met in January 2020 when I had an opportunity to speak at a women's networking event in Orlando, Florida called She Hustles. We connected on Instagram and when I wanted to increase my social media presence, I knew the person to hire. Kathy and I had an opportunity to work together at the end of last year and beginning of this year and I learned a ton about social media planning and social media in general. I'm really excited to have a conversation with Kathy today around how she pivoted and evolved her business since we've worked together. Kathy Young is the founder of Rekindle Communications, a copywriting studio that specializes in web copy and brand messaging. Welcome, Kathy. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. You bet. I am energized to have a conversation around branding and messaging. I know at the end of the year, a lot of our listeners are going to be thinking about their new year goals and potentially new businesses. So our conversation is going to be very timely today. But before we get into branding and messaging, tell us more about Rekindle Communications. I was in college. It was my senior semester and I was not available for a senior internship like I was hoping. So I kind of went out of my way to create my own opportunity to get an internship credit. And so I just started freelancing on my own, um, doing marketing for local businesses and things like that. Once I graduated from college in 2019 of May, I eventually landed a opportunity to work at a marketing agency. And so I was doing some content marketing and social media marketing a little bit for them at the time. Um, And then by the time a few months had rolled around, I was really getting into the freelancing thing a lot more. I was really enjoying it. I was connecting with other people in my network in Orlando who were doing the freelancing thing full-time and it really piqued my interest. So by the time 2020 rolled around, I decided to leave the marketing agency and go full-time on my own. Granted, I don't know if I would have done it that quickly if I would have known a pandemic was underway, but that's a whole other story. But yeah, so I basically continued to do social media for um, companies and for um, eventually people in the online space, coaches like yourself and other creatives. Um, But then it evolved into something a little bit bigger because I was really enjoying the clients I was working with, but I think that something still felt like unaligned as far as the work that I was really called to be doing because I went to school for writing. Um, I've always been a writer. And so I was having this identity crisis around, am I going to really lean into this person that I think I want to be, which is to really lean into writing? Or am I going to try to continue to do what I'm doing now and not change? And so eventually it came to a point where I realized I do need to start making that change. And slowly but surely I did, and it was really hard, but it's also been enjoyable to be able to lean into what I'm doing now. What I'm doing now is, as you mentioned, web copy and brand messaging. And my mission is to help really thoughtful entrepreneurs 
grow their business through connection using words and using copywriting and brand messaging. Kathy, you mentioned it was really difficult to pivot your business and make that change. Walk us through that journey. Mm. Oh, goodness. It was very scary because at the time, I was at a point where I knew that entrepreneurship was getting really hard, but it was for different reasons. It was feeling hard because the work that I was doing felt laborious on top of the challenges and struggles that already come with entrepreneurship just because it didn't come naturally to me. Because with social media, there is so many trends changing and so many things to always keep up with and keep in mind. Um, And it came to a point where I was tired. I was like, I can't keep up with it. I think there are people out there who are called to keep up with those things and really lean into it. But for me, I want to help people share their message. And that was the core thing that I really wanted to focus on. So I essentially had to get creative and find ways to slowly get away from the full social media management. So I was doing that at one point. And then I started rolling out services around, okay, well, maybe not full service social media management, but let me just take care of um, the graphics and the captions. And now let me take care of just the captions. And now let me not do captions at all and start doing other copywriting projects. So it was trying to find ways to still work with clients I really enjoyed, but slowly get out of that space. Um, And it was difficult because like, you know, we had worked together and I was really enjoying our work together. But I was also like, I know that other people could be serving your brand in bigger and better ways than I know that I have the capacity to. So um, a lot of difficult conversations and a lot of um, really leaning into, okay, am I willing to get uncomfortable, willing to not know where my next potential project is going to be coming to make room for opportunities that I know that are more aligned with me. So that was hard. (laughs) And that is a story, Kathy, that I'm sure so many of our listeners are going to be able to connect with. We all get to make a choice as an entrepreneur. We can keep doing the things that we know we know we can do, or are we willing to get uncomfortable to make room for what energizes us? Now that you were on the other side of those difficult conversations and this transition. Are you glad you did it? Are you thankful for those courageous conversations? Yeah, I'm so thankful for those courageous conversations because I was able to leave on really good terms with a lot of people and they were really understanding with the transition that I was making. And I think I just feel a lot more excited to show up for work and the work that I'm doing. I'm excited to learn about my craft now because it's something that I genuinely enjoy versus dreading trying to figure out how to master the algorithm, which again, there's people out there for that. I just realized that is not my forte. I have a new sense of energy and renewal when it comes to the work that I do. And even though it's hard, it's harder now in different ways because I've grown because of that. But it's a different type of heart. It's something I'm excited to overcome versus something that I'm like not looking forward to. Well, I certainly do not have the Instagram algorithm figured out. In my own business, Kathy, I had to make a decision around the purpose of my social media. And I realized it wasn't fun for me. So I've been working over the last couple of months of bringing the fun back to social media. And I'm less concerned about the algorithms. And I'm more concerned about 
showing up as who I am and sharing content to help other people grow. Mm, Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like people are understanding that now a lot with social media, because I think there was a certain time where people were really concerned with algorithms and growth and followers and engagement. Um, But I think now um, people are starting to understand that social media is about connection at the end of the day. And so even if you don't have the followers or if you don't have the likes or whatever, that doesn't matter because the message behind the content you're putting out there is what's going to connect and what's actually going to cause things to happen in your business versus just trying to appease an algorithm. Let's talk about the work you're doing today. What is a brand? And then what are some tactical steps to develop a brand message? Yeah, absolutely. I've come to a point in my copywriting where I take a stand that you need a brand message to be impactful, period, in some type of way, shape, or form, whether that's in a written form, like in a guide, like I create for clients, or like internally being aware of what your brand is and what it stands for. Just because that is the perspective that you're giving in your industry versus just coming from a place of sharing information without any emotion behind it. So when it comes to creating the tactical steps for a brand message, it's very interesting because a lot of clients will come to me with different situations because sometimes a client will come to me knowing that they have a brand message, but they don't know what it is, how to articulate or how to show like, okay, that's me being my authentic self. And then some clients will come to me saying, I don't even know. I know that what I'm putting out there right now isn't aligned with me. And I want to change that. I just don't know how. So going back to the tactical steps, I think that's a really good first step to just do a gut check around, am I putting out there into the world what I really enjoy and what really aligns with me? Because some people will pretend to be someone that they're not because they feel like it will resonate with an audience. And then some people are pretty close to the mark. So just having that internal awareness of, is this coming off force or is this pretty natural? So that's a really good first tactical step um, that I like to do with clients. Is this forced or is this natural? Is a question that we as entrepreneurs and goal achievers can apply to so many different situations. That is incredibly powerful. Kathy, can you speak a little bit more about how we can find our authentic self? What were some of the things you did on your own journey to find your authentic self and your authentic voice? It really comes down to being aware of what makes you you and really leaning into that. So for me, when I pivoted and I found this freedom and finally doing what I felt like I'm excited to do, I still felt a little overwhelmed because there are so many people who are still doing what I'm doing, right? There's so many other copywriters and there's so many different types of writers out there in general. To give an example, in my industry, there's sales copywriters, there's e-commerce copywriters, there's people who lean into really bro marketing tactics and some who have a more ethical approach and some who find a way to be in between. So for me, I had to be really clear on what do I not want to be? Like, who do I not want to sound like? What is not me? Because I know for sure I don't want to be overly bro markety and pushing things down people's throats. I don't want to be, you know, twisting the knife when it comes to pain points and making people feel disempowered when they're making a message. 
those are things I don't want to make people feel like. So for me, it really had to come down to, okay, what are the things I don't want to be? Where am I seeing that? And how can I remove myself from those influences so I can really get into myself? And then also leaning into people that I do see are emulating the values and the messaging that I align with more. I think the only careful thing that I had to do, though, as of recently, is that um, you don't want to copy them either. So it's important to see and be inspired and see that's something I just naturally gravitate towards the way that they're speaking to their audience, the way that they're putting themselves out there. Now, how can I remove myself again (laughs) and do it in a way that's really genuine to me? So I was able to do that and really lean into things that mean a lot to me. For example, Chick-fil-A is something that's really silly, but it's something that really speaks to my experience as a marketer, as you know, being in branding now. That's something that's fun for me to talk about. I also talk about like the mundane little things. So I don't talk about big luxurious travel or, you know, having this big scale life. But for me it's more about how can I have a game night with my family and make more time for that. So things that really align with me finding my values, and then finding a way to put that out into my messaging. I can absolutely connect with the point you made around who do you not want to be and removing some of those influences. I'm getting ready to celebrate two years as a goal achievement coach, and I still fall victim to comparison. I will look at other coaches that have been doing it longer or have bigger audiences and wonder, am I doing it wrong? And what I'm hearing you say is it's important to lean into your authentic self, Mm -hmm. recognize what makes you you, realize Mm -hmm. who do you not want to be, and then own that messaging and rinse and repeat and talk about what is important to you. In your world, it's Chick-fil-A and family game nights. And in my world, it's golf with my husband on Fridays and the Friday ritual. It's okay to be you and to be different than whatever else you're seeing out there in the marketplace. Yeah, because at the end of the day, everyone is selling the same thing. And especially in the online space and where I see the industry going right now, especially with coaching and service providers and things like that, is a lot of times we're investing in people because of their values and because we align with them. So rather than trying to be disingenuous and be someone you're not just to get attention from people, it doesn't make sense because then you'll only attract people who are aligned with that message and it just won't be fun to work with them because then you're like, we're just not on the same playing field right now. Not that you're bad or I'm bad. It's just this is not a good fit. So it really comes down to owning what you think is important with your industry, with your perspective, in your own life, what you value, and allowing other people to see that and be connected to that. People invest in you because of your values and who you are. That's awesome. What are some of the challenging parts of copywriting and the challenging aspects of creating a strong brand? It's challenging in that when you are unclear, it can be really hard to find where it is. It's like you have a target and sometimes people are near the target and then it's easier because then you're just refining at that point and adding nuance. But um, a lot of times there can be challenge around if you're really unsure what you stand for, what you want to be talking about, 
because at that point you're pretty receptive to any influences that you see when you don't have clarity around that um then you tend to be a chameleon and put out what you think you like versus what you want to so i think that's the biggest challenge narrowing it in and finding out what people really want to sound like first and then once you find it then it's pretty easy and it's refining from there but that can be a challenge especially if someone hasn't thought about it before or they've never gotten a chance to sit down and think what is the message I want to be putting out there beyond just my services? How can I go deeper than that? And if people haven't really thought of that, then it can be kind of difficult because it takes a lot of time to, <laughs> to, to come up with that. So I would say that's probably the biggest challenge, narrowing it down. You are speaking my love language when you talk about clarity. And I believe clarity is one of the characteristics of goal achievers. And it's incredible. The more I connect with entrepreneurs and individuals in different industries, clarity keeps showing up and showing up. That question you offered, what is the message you want to put out there is really important. What are some additional ways our listeners can strengthen their own brand messaging? When it comes to strengthening your brand messaging, a really good place to start is asking your past clients, what was it that caused them to come to you in the first place? Because going back to that point around people invest in you for your values and what you stand for, people will usually share, yeah, I really enjoyed how you did XYZ or because you do XYZ or whatever that is. So a really good place to start strengthening your brand messaging is by asking your audience and specifically past clients, what was it that drew them to you in the first place? And it's interesting because sometimes people will get that feedback from their audience and they'll say, oh yeah, okay, good. I'm on the right track. This is what I want to be putting out there. And sometimes people with clients for me in particular, sometimes they'll go to their audience and ask, what is it that drew them to them? And then they'll come back to me and say, oh, that's not what I want to be putting out there. That's not aligned with me. I, I I need to pivot or I need to do something different. That's why I think bringing your audience into the conversation is so important because they'll give you a very unbiased answer around, this is what you're really putting out there. <laughs> and then you can kind of do a gut check from there. Like, okay, is that aligned with me? Is that really what I want to put out there? Or do I need to pivot and do something else because it's not where I want to be? Did you find sending an email to past clients or jumping on the phone was the most effective way to get that feedback? Usually conversations are great and you can always record them and listen back to them. That's what I do when I do market research for copywriting. Um, but even a survey can be just as good getting that feedback. And sometimes you can even do a little like incentive, like, hey, if you fill this out, I'll send you $5 Starbucks gift card or whatever it is. So yeah, either a survey or a call is great. Um, I think it doesn't have to be super um, cumbersome. One of the things that I think about a lot, Kathy, is uh, our lead magnet. Do you have any recommendations around what type of lead magnets work? Do you recommend you try a bunch of them and see what resonates with your audience? Ooh, that's a good question. I think a really good place to start is, again, you could ask your audience because the funny thing is that everyone's audience is different. And even though a certain tactic may work across the board, 
maybe your audience prefers to learn via video versus via PDF guide or whatever it may be. So I think asking your audience is a great place to start. I don't think there's necessarily one that's the lead magnet to go to that'll take you to the golden road kind of thing. I would say bring your audience into that conversation to see like how they would enjoy learning. I find that a lot of PDF guides are helpful. I know some people will do, I actually, Macy, your designer, I think a while back I opted into her lead magnet and she had like a five-day video uh, email teaching series. So something like that, a video series, or even just a quick video. But I think the biggest thing is with a lead magnet, you want to make sure that you're giving them a really quick win. You don't want to give them everything under the sun because then they'll feel overwhelmed. Or on the opposite end, they may be like, okay, well, I have everything I need. I don't need to hire (laughs) so-and-so. So just giving them a little inch around, this is a quick win for today. Not for tomorrow, just for right now to make it really digestible. That's the biggest thing to keep in mind with lead magnets. Kathy, as you are getting ready to end 2021 and start a new year in your business, what are you most excited to achieve and what are you working on? Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's so interesting because I'm really excited about growing my influence around um, working with more business owners and just continuing to do that. But I'm also excited because I do want to eventually create some type of passive product or something that I give to people who might not be able to work with me. Um, I don't think I would go out of my way to create a program, maybe not like an entire six week program, but um, I am excited to come up with some ways that I can help people develop their brand message on their own and find clarity on their own. Um, So I'm going to be testing some ways to do that. So those are two things I'm really excited about. It is, in my opinion, the blessing and the curse of entrepreneurship. There are no shortage of ideas and we can try lots of different things. And the most challenging is getting clear. There's our, our clarity word again on what it is that you want to focus your time, energy and effort on and what projects are going to serve your audience and move you closer to your most meaningful goals. We look forward to seeing what you decide to come up with in the near future. Kathy, if our listeners want to learn more about you and the work that you do at Rekindle Communications, where can they find you? I've actually got a freebie for your listeners. It's called Five Ways to Instantly Improve Your Website Copy in an Afternoon. So speaking of lead magnets, it's a really tactical way for you to up your messaging on your website in a really smooth and easy way connecting with me. I am on Instagram. So you can find me at at rekindle underscore communications. And then my website is rekindlecommunications.com. I encourage you all to check Kathy out on Instagram. A lot of fun stories and posts and inspiring messages. And definitely look out for that link in the show notes for five ways to improve your website in an afternoon. And with that goal achievers, keep celebrating your weekly wins noting your lessons learned, and identifying your priorities so you can consistently progress in the direction of your goals. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you are feeling inspired and want to join the Goal Achievers community, visit my website, kristenberg.com to sign up and get connected. We can also hang out socially on Instagram. Follow me at meetkristenberg.com. 
Links are in the show notes. Don't forget to rate, review, and share this show. Until next time, goal achievers, keep progressing toward your goals and celebrate those weekly wins.